Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast, where we help one another find, keep, and share our confidence in Christ. I'm your host, Ainsley B. It's an honor to bring you some inspiring conversations with amazing guests. Before we hear today's conversation, I want to kindly ask if you'd leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who might like it. I'd also love to connect on Instagram, so find me at Ainsley B. Okay, I can't wait anymore. Let's get to know our guest. Okay, before we meet our guest, I have to tell you about the app that has helped me get into the Word every single day. Dwell is a Bible app that I have just totally fallen in love with. It has built the most beautiful listening and reading experience for the scriptures, and I highly recommend it. I personally listen to Dwell first thing in the morning when I sit down at my desk and do some prayer journaling, and I can set a reminder on the app so it pops up and it's easy for me to open and hop right into my listening plan. I also love that they have scripture playlists like the ones based on mood so you can find something from the Lord no matter how you're feeling. Join Dwell for three weeks this June and rediscover, or maybe discover for the first time, the joy of memorizing scripture. With how busy and on the go we all are in the summer, this is a super simple way to take scripture with you wherever you go. I'm telling you, you need to try it and join us for this challenge in June. You're going to love it. Go to dwellapp.io forward slash wildconfidence to get 10% off of a yearly subscription or 33% off of Dwell for Life and visit dwellapp.io forward slash memorize for all the details about the memorization challenge in June. What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Wild Confidence Podcast. My sweet, precious angel friend, Emmy Elliott, is on here today, hanging out with us today. She is a pop artist in Nashville. Um, She loves music, healthy living, confidence, and living life to the full. If you know her, you love her. There's literally no other option. So, Emmy, welcome to the podcast. Wow. Oh, my gosh. What an intro. (laughs) I am honored to be here. It's true. I don't know a single human who hasn't met you and been like, oh, she's literally one of the greatest humans on the planet. Oh my gosh. Well, I would say I have um, very gracious, amazing people in my life. So thank you. Oh my gosh. I love you so much. Uh, We know each other from Belmont. Yes. Oh my gosh. Sorority life. (laughs) Go Bruins. Go find you. (laughs) Go find you. It's so funny. Just in my life now, I feel like a lot of people that I went to Belmont with slash were in FIMU are so intertwined in my life. But it's always funny when I meet other people and they're like, how do you know each other? And we're like, sorority life. And yeah. people are like, what? I'm like, yes. Back then, it was the greatest. <laughs> I loved it. Oh my gosh. It was so fun. Oh I thought it was God. so fun. I wouldn't, I mean, those days, oh, it was so great. And just the friendships that came from it. And I think the the loyalty we just have to to keep up with each other and care for each other as, as life moves on. It's just, it was, it brought such beautiful things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I love one thing about you and, and how we've met obviously in college and then um, have since not really lived in the same place ever, but yeah. we you're so good at being intentional about relationships and connecting whenever we're in the same place and keeping up and, um, so I'm just so excited to hear what you've been working on and what, what you're up to these days. Tell me everything. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, um, so I graduated Belmont a few years from Belmont a few years ago and I started this, I've always, I mean, I've, I've been a part of a band in the Christian 
music industry for a, a long time that's out of this church called my local it's called local sound and mm-hmm. i'm still i'm still a part of that it's amazing it's um you know we lead worship we write our own music that is inspired out of you know the the churches we lead at and our local church and all these different things so we really um each get to kind of come together and bring our own individual portions of the Lord's heart into this music. And then mm-hmm. we've sort of graciously been given the opportunity to to travel to many different places and share that music, which is, which is so amazing. And I'm so thankful for, and I've just learned so much through that process. I was kind of thrown into it at a younger age, um, you know, yes, when I was I 20 that. or 21. Yeah. And I've just, I've learned so much. It's amazing. And I've become so close to those people. So I'm doing that. And then in typical, um, I'm an Enneagram three, <laughs> in typical yes, Enneagram three fashions, I love to, I like, sometimes I'm almost like, it's almost shocking how much of a three I am. I'm like, wow, okay, relax. <laughs> but <laughs> I, um, in typical three fashion, I love to have multiple projects going on at once. And so mm-hmm. I also, um, I love pop music and I love fashion. And so as I was just writing all the time, And always styling my different outfits and sharing them on Instagram. And I love to style things for shows and things like that. Once I graduated college, I was like, I really think that I should just maybe put out some music on my own and see how it works. And so I've been doing that for the last year and a half. And it's been amazing. I'm I'm so grateful for the response that people have had. And I've been able to sort of build that. And it is strictly just like a project that is um, sort of feels like a little creative child in my mind. I just... I just kind of have these random ideas and then I work with people in my community and my close friends. And thankfully I live in a place like Nashville where there are just so many incredibly talented people who are hungry to hustle and work hard and, um, and collaborate. And so I've just kind of been doing that for the last two years alongside with local sound. Um, and it is so fun. I love it. I mean, not to like over romanticize it at all. Of course they're like a hard, you know, there's a lot of hard work and a lot of behind the scenes stuff and all that, but overall, um, you know, working, having my hands in multiple projects. And then I I work a bunch of different jobs and things like that. It's so fun to me. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you style like the local sound shoots too? I usually just style myself for those things. Um, It's so funny because I do, I love men's fashion, but I really love like women's fashion. And so that's the main thing that I'm like, I just have so much fun coming up with brand concepts. Like even with my, when my friends are um, releasing projects, I love to help them, you know, style and prepare for their shoots and things like that. But yeah, it's mainly just me when, cause the other, everyone else in the band, uh, I'm the only girl. So yeah. That is so fun. I love that. Now, one thing that I want to get your perspective on, and then we'll hop into the questions that I actually have planned for you, <laughs> mm-hmm. is, but you just have like an incredibly positive outlook on life that I don't think has anything necessarily to do with the Enneagram or just who you are as a person. I think that that is, um, or sorry, or just like your type or personality type. I think that is ingrained in who you are. Do you like what contributed to that? How can we have that? How can all of us have a little bit? And I know you, I know you're about to be humble and be like, you know, whatever, but just for everyone else, like how, how can we absorb that positivity? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you for saying that. That is so kind. I think, um, I mean, there, there's many levels to it. I think, you know, my, 
great grandfather who actually his name was Foster Elliot Wyant. And so I go by Emmy Elliot for my pop project because that is, you know, kind of a nod to him and the life that he led. His life motto was seldom have a bad day. And so every day he uh-huh. woke up and, you know, when you say, how are you? He'd say, seldom have a bad day, you know, be every day that <laughs> alive is a good day. And so he ingrained that into his children and then they ingrained that into their children and, you know, and so on. And so, um, a word that I always keep so close to my heart is the word awe. And mm. I always, I mean, really every day I start the day and ask the Lord to give me a sense of awe for existence. And mm. in that sense, I know that feels like really deep, but in the sense of help me like be in awe that the sky is blue and that I get to see it or that I have friends that I can call or that I have you know, a a mom that loves me or whatever it is. And there, there are so many things in such your, that in such um, quick reach to be Mm -hmm. grateful for. And I think sometimes like be grateful for this or like put a smile on and have a great day can almost have like a shame-based undertone. Like how dare you not um, be grateful? But Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that gratitude can't, like I think gratitude and maybe anxiety or or maybe something that's a harder time in life. I think those things can coexist together because mm-hmm. life is hard. That's a guarantee um, that we are going to face trials. I mean, we're living in a time that, you know, has endless trials brought in front of our eyes every day, but you can, you can feel that, but then also have awe for the way that God has intervened and provided beauty in your life through, like I said, through friendships, through health, through the ability to just get up and walk around for um, a car to drive or whatever it is. And so um, I know that sounds super simple, but that word, I just hold very, very close to my heart every day. And also in awe of other people, you know, viewing the world as um, every individual person represents a portion of the Lord's heart. And so when you see everyone as a representation of the Mm. uniqueness of God, you are so much more in awe of the individuality of humanity versus um, wondering why people aren't more like you, you know, Mm. because if we were all like the same and thought the same and felt the same, then that doesn't, you know, God is so unique and complex and he's the creator of creation. And so like, who are we to put him in a box? And so something with, with friends and with people in my life, it's like, I, I really do. Even before I go to dinner with a friend, I'll just pray in the car and say like, Lord, help me recognize the portion of your heart that they carry. And then I go into that conversation genuinely so excited to learn more about them and to pour into them because I get to understand more about the Lord through people, you know? Absolutely. And you do that so well. I've, I've always feel, I think that you have a gift of making whoever you're with feel like the most important person in the room. Oh, well, thank you so much. (laughs) I I think that's just such a gift and it, and it takes a level of confidence, you know, it takes an, an assurance or a confidence to, um, to be able to do that and to be able to be in awe of people and the world and the, the things around them and their circumstances in the midst of, of hardship. So I'm wondering like, okay, have you ever lost your confidence? Like, have you had a time where you're just like, it ain't happening? And what was that like? Oh my gosh. Yeah, of course. I mean, I feel like there's, I have this theory that like, I have two theories that no one's actually like 
cool. Like we're all kind of weird, <laughs> you know? I'm like, everyone's like kind yes. of weird and kind of insecure. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's like a superhuman out there that's just like so effortlessly cool and doesn't get insecure. But I feel like, I mean, to be human is to, to feel all these, to, to feel all of those things. So definitely there have been many times in my life where I was insecure, especially in college, starting to work in the music industry more um, and, and truly feeling like my identity was tethered to an email response or a Instagram follow or whatever it is. It just felt like, okay, well, if I do this right, if I get this affirmation, then, um, then I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Or I'm successful or whatever. I did enough this week. And I mean, I've definitely been insecure in friendships, been insecure in relationships. And I honestly think in a way, like the insecurity, the, the moments of insecurity are almost a beautiful thing on the other side of it. Because if you choose to dig into why was I insecure about that, then mm-hmm. you learn so much more about um, ways that you can grow because we are like humans that need to be always evolving and learning how to grow. And so um, mm-hmm. when I look back on those times where I was insecure in a relationship or insecure about my my gifting or whatever it is, I'm like, okay, why was I that way? And what can I do to move forward so that I don't have as much of an insecure season next time? You know? Yeah. That's so good. So what are, what are some of the things that you do on a day-to-day basis or maybe not even day-to-day, but whenever you're feeling those things to regain your confidence? Um, I think first for me, I really do kind of have a continuous prayer life um, in the sense of sometimes I feel like prayer can feel scary because it feels like it has to be this super intense, like deep moment. And there's, there's beauty for that moment, but also it's just kind of conversations like, Lord, I'm feeling, I'm feeling anxious right now. Will you meet me or will you give me something to, to be in awe of? Um, and something mm-hmm. I was reminded of, do you know, Alicia Britt, is it Choli or Chole? Um, I'm, I'm probably missing up the name, but her books have changed my life, but she um, talks in this one book called 40 Days of Decrease. She talks about self-love for self-sake versus self-love for God's sake. And I mean, there's an entire industry slash the whole world, I feel like tells you like, love yourself, love yourself. And that's true. Like love who you are and be so confident in that. But it's like, is it for self-sake or God's sake? And, And what I mean by that is like, if your self-love for self-sake, like love yourself, like be amazing, work out, be the best you can be, chase your dreams, like hustle, 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 all those things, you still are putting all of the pressure on you in the end to be 100% lovable. When just in our human nature, that is not fully possible, but self-love for God's sake is loving yourself and choosing to pursue excellence, choosing to show up for yourself every day in whatever capacity that means and, you know, with that, with everything you do, work at it with all your heart as if you're working for the Lord, not for men, like following that scripture and holding it close to your heart. But, but all of that being from a, a place of gratitude for the grace that you've been given to exist and, and the blessing of your life, you know, so it's like you're loving mm-hmm. yourself fully out of gratitude for the gift of life that you've been given. And you're not loving yourself because you need to keep up with being like, the best person in the world, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Yeah. So and honestly, I've, recently I've been 
that's kind of something that I'm like, all right, am, am I being insecure right now because I'm I'm love I'm trying to love myself for self's sake or am I trying to love myself for God's sake? Because when you love yourself for God's sake, there's always access to love, you know? Wow. And and I feel like that kind of mindset probably, you know, helps within the industry that you're in. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of of heaviness that comes with the music industry and um, just the pressures that that kind yeah. of puts on you. How have you seen that play out in your in your work? Um, I think, you know, kind of like going back to the Enneagram thing, my personality is very much so a keep up personality. I yeah. I love to work. I love to um I love to figure out how to do something or how to fit in a room or how, you know, whatever it is. I love to figure out those things. But um I think something I have especially learned in the last year and a half is, you know, I have I have a calling for me from the Lord. Like I've been, you know, it's like you've been created for such a time as this for everyone. It's like, we've all been created for such a time as this. And so understanding that my life and my existence in this time is, is very specifically curated and not that it makes you like elevated above anyone else, but it's just like, okay, I'm here right now for a reason so when I try to step into other calling or someone else's calling, or when I try to just be like someone else, I'm, I'm missing the point. And that's what I'm going into self-love for self's sake. I'm trying to keep up with everything, but it's like leaning back on God. And that, that sounds so like, <laughs> it's kind of like cliche or whatever, but at the same time, it's just like, okay, I, I need to understand that my like success in life, whatever that looks like with work, with family, with myself, whatever, all of that, you know, any good thing is only from the Lord. And so I only want Mm. what's good in my life. And so it's just like redirecting everything. And I, I also think, you know, I'm, I, I love reading. I love consuming information, but just like reading scripture has just always been one of the more challenging things for me in faith. It's not um, I mean, it's, a, it's a discipline I, I love and I crave when I'm in the, when I'm in like a really good groove, but that I, I heard this interview. Um, I think it was with Mariah McManus from mosaic, but she was saying, she was like, you want to be able to hear the voice of God, but it's harder to hear the voice of God when you don't know his words and how he mm-hmm. speaks. And so go to his word so you can understand his voice. And so I, I really, really do try to prioritize that every single day so that, I have, um, I have the ability to, to access discernment in whatever way that looks like for me. Like, Hey, is this true to me? Is this me trying to overcompensate to stuff something or, um, try to fit in somewhere that I don't belong, you know? And so it's kind of this like ongoing prayer life and conversation with God in one sense. And then also just reliance on his direction for whatever my calling may be. That's incredible. I love that you said, um, that it, like reading scripture isn't the easiest thing because mm-hmm. I think that that is, I mean, that's definitely true for me. And yeah. I don't, I don't think that you and I are the only people who feel that way. So the fact that it's, it's not like the easiest walk in the park kind of practice, but that is how we are going to learn, you know, what God says about us or who he says we are, or just what his mm-hmm. voice sounds like is such a great reminder that mm-hmm. you're not you're not checking a box whenever you're doing that. 
you are learning how to communicate with the creator of the universe. So prioritizing something that may not come super easy to you is so is, is important. I mean, it, it matters. And one of the books or Bible studies that I did that made reading scripture enjoyable was uh, Seamless. Have you done that one or heard of it? Oh, no, no. Oh, my that? gosh. It's incredible. Uh, Angie Smith wrote it, and it's oh called gosh, Seamless. Wait, I met her in the airport one time. We followed each other on Instagram, but I don't know her uh-uh. book, so I need to do this. Okay, Seamless. Yes. Okay. And she was it's so Seamless. Both of our flights were delayed, and she was amazing. So, okay, I'm so excited. Angie that is so fun. I'm writing it down. Adding to the Amazon card. Yes. Seamless. And um it it kind of makes it makes the Bible make sense. Mm-hmm. So it's like more fun to read whenever it makes sense, you know? Oh yeah. Um, so that is definitely one of the the Bible studies. And then the other thing that kind of helped me figure out like, I don't know what scripture really the gravity of it is the chosen that tv series or oh my gosh yes it was on an app yeah you know it wasn't it wasn't like on tv but it was through an app oh my gosh i have never been more like in awe of the lord wow okay every i can't tell you how many people have been telling me about this so i need to i need to do this i need to watch this oh my gosh yes it's just so sweet like well it's not like sweet but it's it makes you see how kind and sweet Jesus was like now, like now I'm like, Jesus, he loves me so much. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, just like, the, like sweetness of, it's like kind of like rebuilding that relationship in your mind. That's always been there, but maybe yeah, certain things kind of shifted that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. I'll definitely, definitely. do Oh my gosh. Tell me what you think about it too. I want to know everything. Hey, if you have been looking for someone to come alongside you in this season of life, I would love to talk about online mentoring with you. Maybe you just really want to set some goals. Maybe you just need some encouragement. Maybe you need that push to rediscover your identity in Christ and really root in and dig deeper into your faith. Let's talk online mentoring. Head to ainsleybritton.com forward slash free stuff for more information. Um, and I'm I'm thinking about like, you know, when you are having a day of, I don't know, pulling yourself out of a, a low place, uh, maybe a, maybe in fear or an insecurity, what does that kind of look like for you? Like, how do you pull yourself out of that? Yeah, um, that's a great question that I'm honestly honored to answer because I think I often am looking for that because I'm like, I don't want to sit. I don't want to like, you know, follow people on Instagram or all these different things that are like wallowing and sad all the time. But also life is just, life is just what it is. I mean, the world is, God is beautiful and the world is beautiful and people are beautiful, but there's also just brokenness in life. And so we're going to come across those days pretty often. Um, A huge thing that I'm learning is just understanding how to communicate with my relationship with shame or anxiety Mm. or fear or worthlessness. Um, one of my friends gave me this really good tip where she will talk to those, um, those things as if they're like, uh, almost like personify them as something that's coming to visit her instead of saying like, I am anxious. She's like, anxiety is like, is coming to talk to me right now. And I need to learn how to, how to have a relationship with it. And so, oh, wow. um, with shame, 
and with all those things, that's been very helpful for me. Um, just when I'm kind of going in those moments, I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. Am I letting myself identify fully like this thing is taking over my body or am I going to just have a communication um, aspect to this and learn how to talk with this and be like, okay, what's the root of this? Why am I feeling this way? I would say in one sense, it's like, yeah, learning how to talk with it and be like, okay, what is this telling me right now? Is this telling me that I'm worthless or I'm overlooked or I'm underheard or um, whatever it is? If it's telling me those things, like immediately, and then what is the only truth that is timeless and lasts through time? It's the scriptures. And so you go there and it's like, what does the Lord say about me? Um, I mean, I think Psalm 23 is a perfect example. It's like the Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. He leads me, he leads me to still waters. You know, it talks about this whole thing where it's like, he's your best friend. And so he leads you to a place of quietness and rest. And then the scriptures say, that is where he restores and revives my life when you go into that place of rest in that place of quiet and that place of solitude. So it doesn't always have to be this like really deep, like intense, hard moment. It's just like, okay, Lord, I'm just going to go sit with you. Cause the scripture says, Psalm 23 says that when I go into solitude, that's where you restore my life. So I'm having this communication with shame. And even if it's just five minutes in your car, if you have roommates or whatever, you know, go just sit in your car for five minutes and be like, Lord, I'm going to sit here and let you be the louder voice than this thing that's talking to me right now. Yeah, that's so good. I like what you were saying about personifying those feelings because it's almost like it when you personify it, it detaches it from your identity. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. It, I, and I love that because then you can, whenever it's detached from your identity, you can, you know, resolve it and then be led to still yeah. waters or, or to solitude. You're, you're more open to letting the Lord do that work. Um, mm-hmm. just exactly. So and you're not, that. you're not also depending on God to remove all that. You're not just like, God, take this away, take this away. It's like, whoa, this thing is not me. I turn to God and just have mm. him meet me with this instead of like, cause then I think that's where, you know, maybe I've had I've, I've struggled with the relationship of when I'm feeling this way and God doesn't take it away. The second I ask for it, I'm like, God, why are you doing this to me or something? Yeah. But it's like, Wait, I think I'm putting these two in the same box when these are two separate things. Absolutely. I think you are so right. I think it does get very cloudy. Um, you know, when it's not, when we're not instantly gratified and we're like, yeah. wait, so this has to be God's fault. He's letting, he has to be doing this to me. Right. When, he's probably calling you into solitude. Yeah. Or it's like that that's the that's the beauty of God is that he doesn't have to intervene at all. But because of Jesus, we have access to Holy Spirit, to the Holy Spirit which steps into the mess with us. And it's yeah. like God could be this big removed thing and then we just are broken and living in this mess and then that's just it. But it's like, oh my gosh, the whole Jesus came and the Holy Spirit lives with us now and that's what meets us in the mess. And then it turns into a, instead of a God, take this away from me. It's like, God, you are so kind to meet me here. Yeah. Wow. I love that so much. It's so good. <laughs> he is so kind. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I think even, yeah, the language, the words that, that we use, I'm really excited to watch the chosen because I think just having that understanding of more of the Lord's kindness and mercy is, is such an imperative thing for me in my faith. 
Yeah, same. Absolutely. Same here. So I'm thinking of like just a girl who's listening to this who just feels defeated and just not confident. And I'm just wondering like what is one piece of advice that you might give her? Oh, wow. Um, Well, first of all, life is going to because because we live on this earth, you know, life is going to ebb and flow in and out of hard times or insecure moments and then confident moments, you know, mountaintops, low valleys, all the different things. Um, that's it. But just know that the time that you're, the thing that you're feeling now, there's always an end. There's always, there's always yeah. going to be a turning point. So one, um, keep looking ahead because um, and it doesn't have to be a fake optimistic, like life is amazing and beautiful, but just look ahead and maybe just, just take that, take that time to just, maybe it's even just five minutes in the morning where you're like, okay, read the, um, the passion translation of Psalm 23. It's, 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 the language is so beautiful. Just talking about the importance Mm of, of just taking time away to be alone with Jesus and how that is where he restores and revives your life. Um, Mm -hmm. another thing I would say is, you are amazing and I don't even know who you are, but you are because you were created for such a time as this. And God specifically curated every single thing about you to be alive right now, to exist and bless the world in such a unique way. And there will be people because there are what, like 7 billion people on the earth. There will be people who, who overlook that or who don't appreciate that. But the amazing news is that we're not reliant on that whatsoever. Um, That is not where our identity lies. And so understanding your identity um, by just by going by going to scripture, even just filling filling your ears with worship music, you know, little things like that. I I love all types of music. I love pop music. I love um, R&B. I love worship music. I love all the things. But there are some times where I just need to specifically fill my ears with um, the reminder with reminders of my identity. And that's beautiful. So one, give yourself grace to just be in maybe that insecure time, but know that you, that there is an end to it and that you will look ahead. Um, and, oh, know your identity, Um, look back to scripture. And also, I just want to say, um, in regards to conf, in regards to confidence for like anyone in general, I just want to say, um, it is beautiful to, when we talked about like self-love for self-sake versus self-love for God's sake, I really am passionate about genuinely loving who you are out of gratitude for the Lord. And in that Alicia Richelet book, 40 Days of Decrease, I'm telling you, everyone should get this. Um, She writes all about, um, or she has this excerpt from a biography about Corey Ten Boom. Um, And this says, I'm just going to read it. She says, um, her remarkable ministry became known to millions through both the book and the movie version of The Hiding Place. She never Mm -hmm. looked at fame as being the culmination of personal triumph. To Corey, it was simply a result of God's plans. And her way of handling praise was to take each compliment as a flower and gather them all in a bouquet and then give them back to Jesus at the end of the day by saying, here, Lord, they belong to you. So make an effort today to follow Corey's example. The key is redirection of your praise, not deflection of the praise. Wow. discounts and rejects praise versus redirection stewards and then deposits it. And so with confidence, like when people compliment you or when you feel affirmed or when you feel proud of yourself, it's not, 
when you deflect it, you're almost saying like, no, it's not like that good. But instead yeah. it's like, oh, I just love the beautiful image of just, it's like a little flower. And then at the end of the day, you have a bouquet to give to Jesus and say, thank you for the gifts that you gave me and that it was recognized out in this world today. And so that takes identity, reaching for things, wanting to be confident, all those things. It shifts the direction of that. It doesn't fill you. You're not looking for it to fill you because at the end of the day, you're giving it up. It's just like, oh, this is more that I get to bring to Lord to the Lord at the end of the day. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so good. Yeah. I love that image love so much. I love yeah. that. That's so great. Now, you, I've just always looked at you. I mean, we've had endless coffee dates and dinners and all this stuff. And, and I have personally seen you just flourish in a way that is so God honoring. And I want other people to witness that. And I want other people to follow you and keep up with you and, and, um, learn about your projects. So where, where's the best place to find you online? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, um, on Instagram, it's just at Emmy Elliott. So like E-M-M-I-E-L-L-I-O-T-T. And you know your girls on TikTok now. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. Okay. I'm going to follow you. I literally just do like outfit videos. I'm like, get ready with me. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, so, so anyway, all of my, like anywhere on the internet is Emmy Elliott, E-M-M-I-E-L-L-I-O-T-T. Um, I love it. So yeah. And what is, what's a fun project coming up or what's happening? What's the latest project? Okay. So, um, I have a little Valentine's EP that I made for Ooh. the, um, I'm excited about it. I made for like the three moods of Valentine's day. So there's, it's like an independent song, a love song and a heartbreak song. So it's like kind of curated so that oh everyone gosh. can listen to one, like have a mood that they can lean into on Valentine's day with that project. So that's super fun. I have some exciting, um, summer singles coming out and yeah, there's, I mean, there's always kind of something in the works, but the creating process is my favorite. So I'm always posting kind of about where I am in the process on Instagram. So you can keep up there. Yeah. <laughs> but we can listen to the Valentine's Day project and any summer singles on Spotify or Apple, right? Yes. Yeah. All streaming Perfect. platforms. Perfect. Okay. I love it. And while you're working so hard and putting out so many awesome things, uh, we just want to come alongside you and support you and love on you and pray for you. So how can we as a community pray for you? Oh, wow. You are so amazing. Um, I think just continuing, I mean, all these things we believe, but like our human nature is, you know, I feel like we're just constantly like teaching ourselves and learning things. And I think just everything that I believe and that I've said that I can just, I can keep holding tightly to that, you know, because it's it's human nature to sort of like let let a loose grip on things that you believe and kind of get lost in the chaos of life. But um, just to continue to keep my roots, like my foundation, my home base, always with like humility towards God and honor and faith to him, I would so appreciate. Absolutely. You got it, sister. Yes. And I just want to say you have always, always, always been a champion for young women. And I just so... (laughs) I'm thankful. I'm just truly so thankful that people like you exist in this world because we're all trying our best, you know, but we really, you know, I view you as such a, such a, a bridge in so many ways to say, 
hey, I understand that this is what you see in the world. Here's the reality of life and helping people just just feel the grace to exist and have grace for themselves and enjoy life and feel confident in all those things. You just, you truly embody that bridge so well. So I'm honored to know you. So sweet. Thank you so much for saying that. I'm honored to know you. I love getting together with you. It never, it's never stale or boring or anything. It's always full of love and grace and light and you are just such a light. So thank you so much for hanging out today. Oh my gosh, of course. Um, Yeah, you're the best. Love you. Love you. Next time I'm in Nashville, we will get together. Oh my gosh, yes, please. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at Ainsley B. And my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.